Welcome to the Unstoppable Podcast. We are dedicated to bringing you comprehensive insight into the ways and purposes of God. We hope this will encourage, equip, and empower you to live your life without limits. As you realize your potential, you will join a dynamic group of passionate people who are actively bringing the unstoppable power of heaven into the darkest places on earth. Join us as we hear from regular, everyday people who are living the adventure of a lifetime in every area of their lives, including business, relationships, finances, and health. Here is your host, Justin Self. Hello and welcome to the Unstoppable Podcast. I'm Justin Self, and before we get into the content, I want to take a few moments to share a little bit of history behind this podcast. In 2012, I was very depressed, I was broken, and I was on the verge of suicide. Um, I was navigating a broken marriage, a pornography addiction, and I was having a very difficult time just making my ends meet. Um, My relationships were broken kind of on all sides, and I was a total mess. Throughout that time, uh, one thing led to another, and I ended up going back to a church. I had been out of church for a while, and one night I ended up having just the most radical encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. He revealed himself to me in such a powerful way. Um, Ever since that moment, I've never been the same. I've been completely different. You know, my life has just turned right side up. I've really come into realizing my purpose in life and believing God for things, living in faith, and just seeing the most amazing things happen. After that experience, I got right into the Word of God. I didn't want to, man, I didn't, I didn't know a lot, but at least I had enough sense to know that I can't build my life off just an experience. And so I got right into the Word of God, right, got right into some good teaching, and really solidified during those first few months after that experience uh, the scripture and the word of God, just the foundation of how, you know, how solid the foundation of the word of God really is in my life. And so after a period of time, I started, you know, I went out and did what I read in the Bible. You know, I went out and laid hands on people and I prayed for them and I started pe- seeing people healed, started seeing demons cast out of people. You know, I, it wasn't anything, it, it was totally radical to me, but I just, I saw it in the Bible. I saw these truths, you know, where he says, in Mark 16, you know, the, this, these signs will follow them that believe. They'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. They'll cast out demons. They'll speak with tongues. So I just believed it. And I just started going out and doing it. And sure enough, results followed. And so this kind of started my journey of what I call, you know, living a life without limits. And the whole point behind Unstoppable is to encourage others, to equip, to teach, to empower people. I mean, everybody who, who's listening uh, to live a life without limits, to live up to our fullest potential, because I believe God has a plan and a purpose for every single person on the planet. Nobody is a dud. Nobody is meant to live a mediocre life. Nobody is meant to be average. Every single one of us is meant to do something great. And whether that something is to preach in front of a thousand people, or if it's just to love the person next to you, it doesn't matter. Those are both great things. We're called to greatness. We're called to impact people. And so this whole idea of living life without limits, a lot of it focuses on our own personal faith and growing and, you know, walking in health and walking in financial prosperity and all those types of things. But the main idea is that as we do that in our own personal lives, we're growing uh, in unity as a community. So if all of us, if each of us as believers are growing in these areas and experiencing victory in these areas, we we will end up working together in unity, right? The body of Christ is going to be healthier, it's stronger and more able to bring the gospel of Jesus to the dark places on the earth. We need to be victorious. We need to be living a life without limits. 
We are the ones on the earth who has the answer. We have the answer. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the power of God. We're the ones that should be bringing light to the darkness. And so that's the whole idea behind Unstoppable. As we grow individually, as we fulfill our own God-given purposes and potentials, we end up working together with one another in unity, and we're going to bring millions of people, billions of people, into the kingdom of God. Hello and welcome to episode six. Um, I'm excited to announce that this is the third and final episode that we're doing with Aaron and Sally Eggman of this particular series. Um, I'm sure we're going to have them on in the future because... um, Man, I don't know about you, but I've been really encouraged and blessed by what they have to say, especially this time of year with COVID and everybody kind of isolating and, you know, things changing. Um, I just wanted to, uh, you know, offer a challenge to people in light of episode two and kind of what we've been learning in episode two. And especially after episode three, I really want to challenge you guys that over Christmas, over this, you know, whatever it looks like to you with, with relationship and family, um, you know, or whomever you're with, I want to encourage you and challenge you to love them intentionally. Okay. Now I know that sounds probably, you know, Christianese or like maybe cliche. So let me, let me read what I'm talking about here. This is Romans chapter 12 and this is verse 10. It says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love and honor, giving preference to one another. And this point is going to get hammered home in today's episode But I wanted to point out that in the original Greek, when it says, be kindly affectionate to one another in brotherly love, uh, in the original Greek, this literally is describing, you know, brother, uh, be kindly affectionate is literally describing um, a parent, like a mom or a dad, parents out there. Come on. You know what I'm talking about? Looking into the eyes of your child and just snuggling them and loving them with everything you have. I mean, that is the type of love that is just, I can't explain it. I mean, unless you have been there, you, you can't, you just don't really know what that's like. Looking into your child's eyes, holding them close when they look at you and say, mommy, daddy, you know, that is actually the word being used in this passage when Paul is talking to us as believers to love one another. How on earth are we going to love another person like we love our own kids? It seems impossible, right? Like it totally, it, it actually is impossible. Like Andrew Womack says this, and I love this. He says, the Christian life uh, is impossible. It's not hard. It actually is impossible. The only way to live a Christian life and to do the things that God's called us to do and be the church God called us to be is by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank God we have the Holy Spirit. We can love people like this. We totally can. It's not through us working it up on our own or anything. It's actually through allowing the Holy Spirit to come in and breathe the love of God into us and then into these other people. Um, so that's my challenge is, is let God fill you up this holiday season. Let him fill you up in your alone times and in your intimate times with the Lord in your time with the word and time in prayer and allow him to fill you up so much with his love that when you connect intentionally with other people, whomever it is, man, maybe it's on zoom, right? doesn't matter. I know that you're, that you're really just thinking, okay, how can I love this person? What can I, what, what can I do to love? And just to let this love that's on the inside of me just burn for them. Right. Cause as we get filled up with what God has for us, we are filled to overflowing for other people. So that's my challenge and encouragement to you over Christmas. So without further ado, um, love you guys. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the podcast. And like I said, please feel free to reach out to Aaron and Sally Eggman personally. They are taking clients, taking appointments, okay? Characterformationcoaching.weebly.com. And they have a book on Amazon as well. So uh, let's do this. Let's start episode six and let's roll that tape. 
We need to let people know that they're valued. Yeah. And there's value in their story. There's value in their in their in their stuff, you know. And that's what God did for us. Yeah. You know, we were. He pulled us out of the the miry muck. You know, yeah. he's not afraid of the ugliness, yeah. and he embraces that ugliness. Yeah. And we all have it in one shape or form or another. We all have our stuff, and. We need to deal with our stuff so that we can help others deal with their stuff and not out of a place of condemnation and not out of a place of judgment, but just out of a place of, I would love to hear your experience. Please let me hear your perspective and, and let, give them that opportunity and give them that, that place. Um, And I, I really do feel like that is going to be able to diffuse the underlying anger because people feel like they're not heard and they're not listened to. And that's when people are like, okay, enough is enough. I'm tired of feeling like nobody listens, nobody cares. And that's when you feel that anger and that angst Mm -hmm. and that all of the, the festering stuff that's just been pushed down for so long, it all starts festering and it all comes out and it's, it's ugly, Mm -hmm. but God's not afraid of the ugliness. Yeah. So, so good what you're saying, Jenny. It just it makes me think it's, you know, if someone's going through some deep pain and and they're suffering, they could be surrounded by people. But if those people, for whatever reason, either can't or won't or just don't take the time to listen and be with that person, that person could be surrounded by so many people, but they're still alone. And I think also you bring up a really good point of, seeing resilience in the ugly mm-hmm. and it changes the way we are with somebody when we see the ugly as something that's very powerful that's helped them to survive because now we're not disgusted by oh this you know ugh, anxiety again instead we can be like wow that anxiety got you through and helped you to survive a really difficult time because we're talking now about memory networks and, and in the brain like it was developing correct until um, they couldn't feel and deal when they were younger. And so that part of the brain stopped developing. The rest of the brain developed, but that part of the brain is stuck. And it can be like a two-year-old, a three-year-old, a four-year-old, a five-year-old. And at that age, you don't really have the resources that you need to feel and deal. And so the anxiety could actually be this resilient mechanism that helps them to survive and to, to get through a really hard time. And so when we realize, oh, wait a second, this ugly that I'm seeing, like this was actually something that really helped that person get through that time. We, we look at it different. We, we, we go towards it differently. We, we, it's, it's known in our eyes and our verbals and our nonverbals, the way we move towards that part of the person. And we see the resilience in even defenses and hiding patterns where you keep parts of self hidden. And if we can instead see, wow, what strength, like you made it through, you survived and, and you like go towards those parts of the ugly parts of people, really not ugly, but resilient, powerful parts of people who help them get through the difficulties. Then it's like, whatever that defense was protecting, when you, when you look at that defense like that, it's like, 
I'm, I can step off guard. I don't need to continue to protect this person. Like this guy's, this person's got my back. I can now let that, I can now go to that emotion I could not feel. And so really is how you defeat, how you treat and how you embody Christ, even towards the ugly defenses. If you don't see them as ugly defenses, but if you see them as power, powerful, resilient, um, protective mechanisms that, that they're, that, you know, God created in the brain to help people get through hard times, then you go towards them and then they kind of step off duty and you can get right to the core. And I, I think that just us being okay and being able to be vulnerable, yeah. I think is such a huge, um, it just breaks down the walls that are there. Um, and also just not taking offense to things because a lot of times when people lash out or, you know, it's so easy to, to take it like it's a personal affront and in all reality, it has nothing to do with you. Mm. And I think just being like you said, again, just being aware of self mm -hmm. and, um, it allows you to be more aware of, the other person and, and you're, you're able to just embrace that yeah. um, and create a safe environment for people because people are craving genuine, safe love and authenticity. Mm -hmm. And the world is so full of fake and mm -hmm. just like you put on this facade and you look fantastic on Instagram, but you're completely mm -hmm. falling apart or, you know, your marriage looks great you know, on social media, but there's so much strife in the home. It's like, we, we need to just drop those defenses and we just need to be real with people and let people know that, yeah, I don't have my life together and I'm not going to pretend like I do. And I'm not going to be ashamed of it. And you don't need to be, you don't need to either. Like mm -hmm. we're all in it together and, you know, we need to come and bear each other's burdens and, you know, help, help them out. And, you know, help them get out of the pit that they're in and, and not cast the shame and the, the condemnation. And I think just that's what it means to be loving, yeah. you know, loving people the way Christ loved us. So good. So good. Going back a minute ago to what you were saying, Aaron, and, and what Jenny, you just said as well. I get this picture of, you know, how we're, we talk about calling out the golden people. For me, and you're, you're changing something with me right now as we're talking, like this is, my, my vision is changing. But really prior to even what you just said, prior to that moment, I, I saw that as like, you see a person and there's gold in there somewhere and there's all this darkness, but there's gold in there. And then it's like, I'm calling that gold out and, and that's like my focus. And that has been actually a wonderful picture for me and it's really helped me to connect with all kinds of people. But after listening to what you're saying, a new picture is forming for me. It's not calling the gold out of a person and there's just like 98% darkness and like 2% gold. And it's my job to sign, you know, draw that gold out or call that gold out of them. What I'm seeing is this whole figure, this whole individual is gold. Yes. And I'm seeing, yes, anxiety, depression, darkness, whatever, but I'm not seeing that there's gold somewhere buried inside all yes. this mess. I'm seeing that this person is so valuable and they're gold. You know, the scripture talks in second Peter, uh, Proverbs, James, many places where it's like, you know, God is the one who's the, ref you know, he is the refining fire and he's testing the hearts of man. That doesn't mean he's putting you through trials to make you better. It means he's proving 
your heart. He's proving and trying and doing things. He's when gold is, um, what's what I'm looking for when it's manufactured, I guess. I don't know. But when it's manufactured, you know, it, it, sure, it's gold and it's pretty and it's wonderful. The whole thing, though, is gold. There's pieces in there that when it's raised to a certain temperature, those things rise to the surface and you can wipe it off and you can uh, refine that out, you know. But the whole piece is gold. It's not that you're refining a, a big chunk of earth and there's a little bit of gold on the inside. So what, as you're speaking, I'm seeing now, wow, my view towards people actually should be more of... Um, this whole person is gold. I'm not just calling the gold out of some deep, deep, dark place. They are gold. There's impurities, but they're gold. I have plenty of impurities. Everybody has impurities. God's building and growing and doing things, but they're just impurities that God is working on. My job is to see the whole person as a whole new level of gold. And so that's just something. Um, what do you think? I mean, is that even that's incredible? <laughs> I, I feel tingles as you're saying it. It's just, it really is resonating with me. Um, and that's exactly what I'm getting at, and you're seeing it in an incredible way, is what I am talking about is when we, like, it's just what you're saying is seeing a 100% gold. And yeah, there are imperfections, but when we see the resilience, it helps the way we are towards them. And, and what that does is it, when we look at somebody, a part of someone, so let, let's, it's, it's a neural network, it's a part of the brain, when we see that part of somebody as dis, as darkness, are we embody disgust or we embody push away? But when we see that part, that ugly part, right? They think of it as ugly. They're, they think it is disgust, and it can be even the emotion disgust. But if we see that as gold, as that there is some powerful, that's a powerful part of the person that has resources that they desperately need to integrate into who they are today. And, and that, that neural network is, is stuck, you know, as a two-year-old that like, but if we can go towards that part, we can rescue and recover. It is a hundred percent gold. And we, we, we go towards it. It now integrates that part into the whole brain. And so it, it harvests the resources that that part of the brain holds. And so every part, even the defense mechanisms, they are resilient mechanisms that protect. And so when we protect, when, when it's like a protective mechanism, we see it so differently and it becomes something that we, we harvest the resilience of that part of self. And so, yes, I would say when you see a negative functioning part of a person, it's not darkness and we need to call out gold that's underneath it, but we see it as gold. We embody Christ as if it's gold. And then it itself gets that encounter with, oh, I am gold. Yeah. And then it integrates that gold Got it. into the whole person. And now it has the, the resources that that part holds. Again, to reiterate, we're not talking about partnering with the works of the enemy, but what we're talking about is taking what you're calling an incarnational stance. And this is actually really the nuts and bolts of being Christ yes. to other people, yeah. because God is not looking at people as dirty and disgusting and yeah. terrible. Yeah. And somewhere in there, there's, oh yeah, did I put my spirit in them? Yeah. Oh yeah, I think I remember doing that. You know, yeah. No, it's not like that. I mean, when he says he breathed the breath of life, he breathed it into our entire person. Yeah. He breathed the breath of life into the individual as a whole. And so there's imperfections here, but... 
we are to partner with the identity and with the viewpoint perspective of Jesus over the person. And so what you're saying is, is blowing my mind. Yeah. Um, and this is hopefully helping people, you know, hopefully this is helpful, but this is changing the way we look at people. Yes. And this ties everything all together. So um, I was w- wondering, would you be willing to pray for those who are listening, um, you know, to s- just really to, to in- 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 increase and to experience the things that we're talking about today and what the Holy Spirit is speaking today? Absolutely. Um, so, Father, we just thank you for, for being our Papa, for being the one who formed us in our mother's womb, that you look at us and you see a 100% gold. But you don't see 2% gold and 98% darkness, but you see 100% gold and that you're attracted to all of who we are, not just the nice shiny parts, that you move towards all all of who we are and not just the parts that we think of as good, but you move towards the part of ourselves that we, we are, you know, we think of as bad. We think of as, as something that we want to hide. Shame causes us to hide, but in your love, we can, we can bring those parts into, into the light, into love, into, into who you are. And so, Lord, I just ask that as people are listening here, that you would just begin to move upon them, that you would move upon their hearts, that you would come into the areas in which they would consider darkness, but really there's, there's resilient gold there, and that they would have an encounter with seeing your face moving towards them, seeing your verbals and your nonverbals, and looking at them and seeing the strength and going towards and moving towards them. I just ask God that people would just have an encounter right now, this second, with just your smiling face and your presentness. And you're just looking at even the parts of themselves that they are, they are, they don't feel good about, they, they feel is bad, and that they would have that encounter with, with love and in those deep places. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Podcast. For more, visit us at justinself.org. Join our email list at justinself.org to receive exclusive weekly content, along with more teachings, blogs, and other resources. You can also connect with us on Facebook at Unstoppable Blog. We hope this podcast has encouraged, equipped, and empowered you with meaningful insight from the Word of God to receive God's promises and live a life without limits.